Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The doors to the mansion opened and in walked two stylists. They had five assistants each, and each assistant pushed two racks of designer clothes, accessories, and shoes. In no time, our living room turned into a walk-in closet of the finest in French and Italian fashion. Oh. My. God. I could get used to this. I want the red Chanel dress. You wish. I saw it first. Fine. You have it. It won't fit you anyway. My new stepmom and stepsister's eyes grew wide. If they could drool right then and there, they would have. I could see the envy, the greed in their faces. They had never seen someone spend that much for clothes. They had never seen anyone be treated like a VVIP. But for me, that was how every day went. My name's Ewan, and I was fortunate enough to be born into a very fortunate family. I lived like a prince since I was a baby, but that doesn't mean I'm spoiled. My mom and dad made sure I grew up knowing the value of a dollar, and how every single cent I spent needed to be something I worked for. Doesn't mean I don't spend it on ridiculous things, just means I worked hard to spend ridiculously. One of the downsides of being mega rich is that I'm constantly surrounded by the wrong people. Sure, I have close friends that I've trusted forever, but there's always people who will try to take advantage of me. A lot of them are girls who want a shortcut to an easy life. Newsflash! Money doesn't make life easier. When I was in high school, the most popular and prettiest girls asked me to prom. I said yes to one of them, thinking I'd met the love of my life. Turned out, she just wanted to get a ride on my Porsche so she could have an awesome entrance on the red carpet. The moment we went into the venue, she barely spoke another word to me. She just left me there. Alone. She even told everyone why she asked me to prom, and it was really embarrassing to be used for your money. I developed a really low self-esteem after that. Fast forward to a decade later, and I'm still dating girls who just want what they can get from me. My girlfriend Serena used to be really sweet, 
but the moment she learned how much money my dad had, that's all she cared about. She would go on massive spending sprees using my card. If I didn't get her what she wanted, or if I don't give her the most lavish gifts, she would pout and give me the cold shoulder. There was one time when she didn't talk to me for a whole month just because I forgot to buy her the right bracelet she wanted. That same weekend, she cheated on me with my best friend just to teach me a lesson. <sighs> but what can I do? I love her. And I guess that's why I date who I date. Because throughout my life, I was never able to believe that someone would love me for who I am. Not for my bank account. I was the only child, so the girls I attracted tended to be those who wanted to marry an heir. I say was, because now dad has brought home a new mom for me and two stepsisters. I'm getting really bad vibes from them. I don't know why. I can't quite put a finger on it. But I just feel like there's something... off with them. Anyway, my stepmom's name is Lori, and her two daughters are Cheyenne and Kayla. They just appeared out of nowhere one day. Dad said he met Lori in Vegas. <sighs> Says it's all a blur. They must have fallen in love and were in a whirlwind romance, because Dad said he woke up in his hotel one day and they were married. So anyway, he brought them to our house so they can live there too. They said they had their own businesses and that they come from money. But I'm protective of my dad. He's got a weak heart especially after mom passed. So I sent a private investigator to find out the truth. And the truth will shock you, because I found out that they had no money. They were all flat out broke. And even more, my stepmom and my stepsisters are not related at all. Yep, dad had been hoodwinked, scammed into welcoming even more gold diggers into our house. What's worse is now that dad's health is declining, They've got their eyes on me. I guess Dad didn't put them in the will. I didn't have the heart to tell him the truth. I regret that I didn't. I just didn't want him to go while being heartbroken. So their only hope of getting Dad's money is if they fooled his heir, too. Well, joke's on them, because I was two steps ahead. Only a week after we said goodbye to Dad, Tori began making her feelings known. And when my pretended stepsisters saw that Tori was making her move, they kicked into high gear, too. Suddenly, I had three gold diggers after me. Well, four, since we need to count my actual girlfriend. They actually got into a catfight one evening because Serena caught Lori, Kayla, and Cheyenne hitting on me. What is this? What in the name of Sweet Home Alabama is happening? Why are your stepmom and stepsisters trying to kiss you? Babe, it's not what it looks like, I swear. They've been trying to get me to dump you. I was trying to push them off, but they won't leave me alone. How is this disgusting? Hello? We have as much of a right to him as anyone does. Ugh, gross. You're like decades older than him. And you're his mom. Step mom. We're not even related. And she's not our mom. You think this beauty could ever come from that old hag? How dare you talk to me like that after I included you in this gig? I will marry Ewan, and you'll never get your share of the money. Excuse me. I'm like, right here. Hello? I'm his actual girlfriend. If anyone's entitled to becoming his wife and inheriting all the money, it's me. 
Get out of here, you filthy gold diggers. I'd had it. I couldn't stand listening to people fight over money. None of them wanted to be with me. All they cared about was being rich. I wanted to explode. I wanted to tell them all to get out of my life. But I had a better idea. What they didn't know is that I told my girlfriend exactly what time to go to my house. She would catch them. And she would confront them. And it would lead to my plan. So, you're all fighting over me, but there can only be one winner. So, why don't you compete for real? The winner gets a date with me. A chance to prove why you deserve to be my wife. I'll smoke the competition. <laughs> As if, old timer. Are you kidding me? I'm the prettiest here. Of course I'll win. Why do I even have to compete? I'm already your girlfriend! The game's already begun. There's no turning back. Everything you do from now on will be judged by me. To start with... I'm hungry. And there's nothing for dinner. That was probably the first time I ever saw any of them in the kitchen. Before they would just let the maids do any work. And now, they were rushing to make the best dinner they had ever made in their lives. Tori made roast chicken with vegetables. Cheyenne made sushi. Kayla made dumplings and noodles. And Serena... Well... She made something that kinda resembled food. I think it was beef? They were all barely edible, but still I had to choose a winner. So, I chose Kayla simply because I liked dumplings and not because hers were any good. The next test came two days later, when I was having a craving for a specific kind of grapes, ones that you could only find in northern Japan. The girls panicked. Tori called every grocer in the country. Kayla visited every vineyard for miles around. Meanwhile, Cheyenne called up all her contacts in the restaurant business, contacting all the specialty food suppliers she knew. Serena borrowed money from her parents to fly all the way to Japan to buy the grapes. Tori didn't find any. Neither did Kayla. Cheyenne found me the right grapes, and Serena... <sighs> well, she came back a day late looking like an anime character and showing up with regular grapes she got from the convenience store. It seemed she spent all that money on other things and ran out of it. So in the end, I had to eliminate her from the game. The next competition was something I loved to do. Sailing. The girls all got their own catamarans and they had to race to get to me. I waited for them in the middle of the ocean in my mega yacht, and whoever got there first would go to the finals. From the shore alone, it was chaos. Cheyenne couldn't even get off the shore because she was too scared of the water. And even though Tori and Kayla had already technically won, they still battled it out. The funny thing is, as they raced towards me, Tori kept trying to crash into Kayla's boat, throwing her off course. She even boarded her vessel and sabotaged her, cutting off her main sails. Tori, of course, won, and she got to enjoy the afternoon on the yacht. I decided she won the whole thing since the other two were disqualified for never reaching the yacht. And I took Tori out on the most extravagant dates on Monaco. I shut down an entire restaurant overlooking the harbor and the sunset. I ordered all the most expensive food, the priciest drinks, and at the very end, the gold-dusted premium desserts only the richest can afford. Tori had an amazing time. She gorged herself on everything. 
she felt victorious. She was so certain that she was going to be the wife of a billionaire. Until I got up from the table. So? You've won. Congratulations! You've proved that you're the best gold digger. You were willing to go to any lengths to get my money. I have to compliment you on your dedication. Anyway, I look forward to our wedding. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the little boy's room. Go ahead. I'll be here, waiting for my prince. And she waited, and waited, until the restaurant closed, because I simply slipped out, ran to my yacht, and sailed away. I left her there, stuck with the restaurant bill for a hundred thousand bucks, and stuck in Monaco with no way to go home. After all, the best gold digger should be able to find her way out of it. Thanks to that experience, I met my future wife while sailing home. She was kind and funny. She worked on my yacht, and she didn't even know I owned it. We spent a lot of time together on the trip home. We fell in love. And, at the end, I told her who I was. And then I asked her to be my girlfriend. <laughs> she said yes. My dad is a successful businessman who constantly got in trouble for mistreating his employees. One time, his secretary, who was pregnant, asked him if she could go home early because she wasn't feeling well. My dad responded, No, you have to finish your work first. But sir, I think I'm going into labor. Your water didn't break yet, or... So go back to work, or else you are fired. Well, a few hours later, the poor woman ended up giving birth inside my dad's office. And instead of being helpful, my dad kept yelling at her to not make such a mess, or else the carpet would be ruined. Yes, my dad was lacking in empathy, and when the local newspaper heard about the incident, they wrote a front-page newspaper article about it, publicly humiliating him and tarnishing his reputation. My dad could have simply apologized to his secretary that gave birth, but instead, he wanted to sue her for defamation because she had called him the most ruthless boss in the history of mankind inside that news article. Fortunately, my dad's lawyers convinced him that suing a mother who had just given birth would only further damage his public image. Instead, they advised him to donate money to some charity. My dad reluctantly agreed and chose to open a high school for underprivileged kids. That's where I come into play. I somehow persuaded my dad to let me take over the planning and administration of his new school. He was happy to see me be so passionate about the project. He probably thought it would prepare me to take over his business one day. Well, big mistake. Because my first decision was to turn it into an all-girls school. And I didn't care one bit if the girls came from underprivileged backgrounds or not. I just wanted them to be pretty. And to get as many school applications as possible, I let the school make all kinds of ridiculous promises. Like one teacher for every five students. And the offering of lots of sports activities like ballet classes and horse riding. LOL! I was way too lazy to hire a ballet teacher. And I certainly didn't buy any horses. But my marketing worked, and the school got over 2,000 applications. I went through all of them and checked every girl's Facebook account to see if they were pretty or not. Of course, I only chose the best-looking ones. To give you an idea how picky I was, I only accepted 1 in 10 girls. Anyway, the year was about to start, and I realized that I had forgotten to hire teachers. I ended up finding some at the last minute, but they were really bad. They all had been kicked out of their previous schools for either always being on sick leave, straight up stealing, or in one case, bullying one of her own students. But hiring bad teachers turned out to be a brilliant move on my part, because none of them cared whether I was running the school well or not. 
They all just wanted to collect their paychecks. In fact, two of the 10 teachers I hired only showed up for a single week. Afterward, they called in sick for the rest of the year. Meanwhile, I was 16 and put myself into 11th grade. The girls were surprised to have a boy in their class, but I told them I was only there for a few months to make sure my dad's school ran smoothly. Now, let me tell you something. Boys aren't the only ones whose hormones go crazy during puberty. Lots of girls were interested in me. No, let me correct myself. All girls were interested in me. I was the only guy around and got asked out on so many dates that I had to reject most girls. I simply didn't have the time to date them all. And a girl getting rejected by a guy only increases her desire for that man. That's why girls started promising me that I could do anything I wanted if I only went on a date with them. And while you probably think I was living the dream, I don't think that such an abundance of women was healthy for me. I had always looked up to my dad. Maybe he was a jerk, but he was also extremely hardworking and a high achiever. I wanted to be like him one day and not just end up as another spoiled rich kid. But ask yourself the following question. Would Bill Gates have had the discipline to build Microsoft if growing up he'd been surrounded by hundreds of pretty girls who all wanted him? Not a chance. And so instead of focusing on my studies, I was fully busy with girls. I often skipped classes and took my classmates Kendall and Rose into empty classrooms to hang out and make out. I had a key to every classroom after all. I pulled out a water bottle and said, let's play spin the bottle. Can you believe that in 10 spins, it didn't point at me once? It was infuriating, but at least Kendall came home with me after school, so I won't complain. What shocked me the most about staying at an all-girls school was how mean the popular girls were. Our teachers paid no attention to bullying, and in my art class, some girls always drew their sketches on the backs of other girls. They had to hold still for at least an hour, and it was extremely degrading. I once asked one of the girls that got bullied why she let the popular girls treat her like that, and she replied, because if I stand up for myself, they'll take me to the bathroom, take away my clothes, and make me walk home naked. I saw them do that to another girl. I felt sorry for her and invited her to my home. But once it got late, I told her, I want to sleep now. Please go home. Oh, but will we see each other again tomorrow? Um, no. So you don't want to be my boyfriend? I shook my head and she started crying. Oh my god, you took my V-card and you don't even want to date me? You stole it from me! At that point, I'd probably been intimate with a third of all girls at my school. Anyway, our school had no principal, which meant there was no supervision whatsoever and I could change anyone's grades on the report card. I only did that for myself and eight other girls who were my closest friends. But when I showed my fake report card full of A's and B's to my dad and he told me how proud he was, I felt a bit ashamed. Instead of studying hard for school, I was cutting corners and abusing my power to get laid with girls. I knew if I continued like this, I'd end up like Paris Hilton, another dumb rich kid who does nothing other than spending her daddy's money. So the following semester, I wanted to reinvent myself and decided to befriend Laura, who was the best student at our school. She was so diligent that she even read textbooks during recess. Hey, Laura, I said, want to study together with me for the next math exam? No, thank you. But teamwork is fun, isn't it? Teamwork? Why don't you first tell me how to locate the local maxima of a function? Of course, I didn't know the answer to her question, so she continued. Us two working together wouldn't be teamwork. It would be me tutoring you for free. No thank you. Well, okay, then let me pay you to be my tutor. $50 an hour, is that enough? 
Apparently, $50 was a lot to Lara. She agreed, and we met at my house. I was so used to girls being into me that I immediately made advances towards her. What the hell? Get your hands off me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it won't happen again. The study session went well, but during a break, Lara complained to me that her math teacher expected way too much and that it was impossible to get an A in her class. I replied, well, do you know my dad owns the school? I have enough power to change your grades any way you want. Really? Yeah. Last semester, I polished the report cards of a couple of my friends. Kendall, for example, got an F in her English exam, but thanks to me, ended up getting an A on her report card. I was telling her all that to impress her. However, she got really mad and said, I'm working my ass off day and night to study, and you give away A's to a bunch of undeserving brats you've slept with? I didn't know what to respond, and Lara stormed out. I had a bad feeling, but I had no idea just how bad things were about to get. Laura contacted both the local authorities and several newspapers to tell them how I was the only boy at my dad's all-girls school, how I had slept with dozens of girls, and how I had abused my power to give some of my favorite girls good grades in return for… you know what. It turned into a huge scandal, and everyone blamed my dad for what I had done. He got so much negative press that the board of directors of his own company decided to fire him as the CEO. At first, my dad hated me for all the trouble I'd caused him. But now, without the job and without the stress that comes with being a CEO, he became a much more relaxed person and forgave me. He even said, I'm glad I no longer work 12 hours a day. I have all the money in the world, so why shouldn't I enjoy myself a little? Right now, my dad does nothing but play golf all day and have fun. And why not if it makes him happy? The doors to the mansion opened and in walked two stylists. They had five assistants each, and each assistant pushed two racks of designer clothes, accessories, and shoes. In no time, our living room turned into a walk-in closet of the finest in French and Italian fashion. Oh. My. God. I could get used to this. I want the red Chanel dress! You wish? I saw it first. Fine. You have it. It won't fit you anyway. My new stepmom and stepsister's eyes grew wide. If they could drool right then and there, they would have. I could see the envy, the greed in their faces. They had never seen someone spend that much for clothes. They had never seen anyone be treated like a VVIP. But for me, that was how every day went. My name's Ewan, and I was fortunate enough to be born into a very fortunate family. I lived like a prince since I was a baby, but that doesn't mean I'm spoiled. My mom and dad made sure I grew up knowing the value of a dollar, and how every single cent I spent needed to be something I worked for. Doesn't mean I don't spend it on ridiculous things, just means I worked hard to spend ridiculously. One of the downsides of being mega rich is that I'm constantly surrounded by the wrong people. Sure, I have close friends that I've trusted forever, but there's always people who will try to take advantage of me. A lot of them are girls who want a shortcut to an easy life. Newsflash! Money doesn't make life easier. When I was in high school, the most popular and prettiest girls asked me to prom. I said yes to one of them, thinking I'd met the love of my life. Turned out, she just wanted to get a ride on my Porsche so she could have an awesome entrance on the red carpet. The moment we went into the venue, she barely spoke another word to me. She just left me there. <sighs> Alone. She even told everyone why she asked me to prom, and it was really embarrassing to be used for your money. 
I developed a really low self-esteem after that. Fast forward to a decade later and I'm still dating girls who just want what they can get from me. My girlfriend Serena used to be really sweet, but the moment she learned how much money my dad had, that's all she cared about. She would go on massive spending sprees using my card. If I didn't get her what she wanted, or if I don't give her the most lavish gifts, she would pout and give me the cold shoulder. There was one time when she didn't talk to me for a whole month just because I forgot to buy her the right bracelet she wanted. That same weekend, she cheated on me with my best friend just to teach me a lesson. <sighs> but what can I do? I love her. And I guess that's why I date who I date. Because throughout my life, I was never able to believe that someone would love me for who I am. Not for my bank account. I was the only child, so the girls I attracted tended to be those who wanted to marry an heir. I say was, because now dad has brought home a new mom for me and two stepsisters. I'm getting really bad vibes from them. I don't know why. I can't quite put a finger on it. But I just feel like there's something... off with them. Anyway, my stepmom's name is Lori, and her two daughters are Cheyenne and Kayla. They just appeared out of nowhere one day. Dad said he met Lori in Vegas. <sighs> Says it's all a blur. They must have fallen in love and were in a whirlwind romance, because Dad said he woke up in his hotel one day and they were married. So anyway, he brought them to our house so they can live there too. They said they had their own businesses and that they come from money. But I'm protective of my dad. He's got a weak heart especially after mom passed. So I sent a private investigator to find out the truth. And the truth will shock you, because I found out that they had no money. They were all flat out broke. And even more, my stepmom and my stepsisters are not related at all. Yep. Dad had been hoodwinked, scammed into welcoming even more gold diggers into our house. What's worse is now that dad's health is declining, They've got their eyes on me. I guess Dad didn't put them in the will. I didn't have the heart to tell him the truth. I regret that I didn't. I just didn't want him to go while being heartbroken. So their only hope of getting Dad's money is if they fooled his heir, too. Well, joke's on them, because I was two steps ahead. Only a week after we said goodbye to Dad, Tori began making her feelings known. And when my pretended stepsisters saw that Tori was making her move, they kicked into high gear, too. Suddenly, I had three gold diggers after me. Well, four, since we need to count my actual girlfriend. They actually got into a catfight one evening because Serena caught Lori, Kayla, and Cheyenne hitting on me. What is this? What in the name of Sweet Home Alabama is happening? Why are your stepmom and stepsisters trying to kiss you? Babe, it's not what it looks like, I swear. They've been trying to get me to dump you. I was trying to push them off, but they won't leave me alone. How is this disgusting? Hello? We have as much of a right to him as anyone does. Ugh, gross. You're like decades older than him. And you're his mom. Step mom. We're not even related. And she's not our mom. You think this beauty could ever come from that old hag? How dare you talk to me like that after I included you in this gig? I will marry Ewan and you'll never get your share of the money. 
excuse me. I'm like, right here, hello? I'm his actual girlfriend. If anyone's entitled to becoming his wife and inheriting all the money, it's me. Get out of here, you filthy gold diggers. I'd had it. I couldn't stand listening to people fight over money. None of them wanted to be with me. All they cared about was being rich. I wanted to explode. I wanted to tell them all to get out of my life. But I had a better idea. What they didn't know is that I told my girlfriend exactly what time to go to my house. She would catch them. And she would confront them. And it would lead to my plan. So, you're all fighting over me, but there can only be one winner. So, why don't you compete for real? The winner gets a date with me. A chance to prove why you deserve to be my wife. I'll smoke the competition. <laughs> As if, old timer. Are you kidding me? I'm the prettiest here. Of course I'll win. Why do I even have to compete? I'm already your girlfriend. The game's already begun. There's no turning back. Everything you do from now on will be judged by me. To start with... I'm hungry, and there's nothing for dinner. That was probably the first time I ever saw any of them in the kitchen, before they would just let the maids do any work. And now, they were rushing to make the best dinner they had ever made in their lives. Tori made roast chicken with vegetables. Cheyenne made sushi. Kayla made dumplings and noodles. And Serena... Well... She made something that kinda resembled food. I think it was beef. They were all barely edible, but still I had to choose a winner. So I chose Kayla, simply because I liked dumplings and not because hers were any good. The next test came two days later, when I was having a craving for a specific kind of grapes, ones that you could only find in northern Japan. The girls panicked. Tori called every grocer in the country. Kayla visited every vineyard for miles around. Meanwhile, Cheyenne called up all her contacts in the restaurant business, contacting all the specialty food suppliers she knew. Serena borrowed money from her parents to fly all the way to Japan to buy the grapes. Tori didn't find any. Neither did Kayla. Cheyenne found me the right grapes, and Serena... <sighs> well, she came back a day late looking like an anime character and showing up with regular grapes she got from the convenience store. It seemed she spent all that money on other things and ran out of it. So in the end, I had to eliminate her from the game. The next competition was something I loved to do. Sailing. The girls all got their own catamarans and they had to race to get to me. I waited for them in the middle of the ocean in my mega yacht. And whoever got there first would go to the finals. From the shore alone, it was chaos. Cheyenne couldn't even get off the shore because she was too scared of the water. And even though Tori and Kayla had already technically won, they still battled it out. The funny thing is, as they raced towards me, Tori kept trying to crash into Kayla's boat, throwing her off course. She even boarded her vessel and sabotaged her, cutting off her main sails. Tori, of course, won. And she got to enjoy the afternoon on the yacht. I decided she won the whole thing since the other two were disqualified for never reaching the yacht. And I took Tori out on the most extravagant dates on Monaco. I shut down an entire restaurant overlooking the harbor and the sunset. 
I ordered all the most expensive food, the priciest drinks, and at the very end, the gold-dusted premium desserts only the richest can afford. Tori had an amazing time. She gorged herself on everything. She felt victorious. She was so certain that she was going to be the wife of a billionaire. Until I got up from the table. So? You've won. Congratulations! You've proved that you're the best gold digger. You were willing to go to any lengths to get my money. I have to compliment you on your dedication. Anyway, I look forward to our wedding. Now if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the little boy's room. Go ahead. I'll be here, waiting for my prince. And she waited, and waited, until the restaurant closed, because I simply slipped out, ran to my yacht, and sailed away. I left her there, stuck with the restaurant bill for a hundred thousand bucks, and stuck in Monaco with no way to go home. After all, the best gold digger should be able to find her way out of it. Thanks to that experience, I met my future wife while sailing home. She was kind and funny. She worked on my yacht, and she didn't even know I owned it. We spent a lot of time together on the trip home. We fell in love. And, at the end, I told her who I was. And then I asked her to be my girlfriend. <laughs> she said yes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.